Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why, our afternoon sport racing bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. I am Tim Gilbert. I'm joined by my News Corp colleague, racing journalist Matt Jones, who you will know from news.com.au, and of course, our pro punter, Brad Miller, otherwise known as At Horse Miller 3. How are you, boys? Good, Tim. Good day, Tim. How are you? Now, today on the show, of course, we'll look at the horses you might just want to have a, a little flutter on. Of course, we've got $100 across four races, we've got our quaddy and our best bet of the day. All right, lads, we've got $100 each in four races, and they are the Doombin 10,000, the Andrew Ramsden, the South Australian Derby, and the Sires Produce. Uh, let's start with the Sires Produce. Race three, South Australia, group three for two-year-olds, and I am just going to go number one, Twin Stars. It's not going to surprise anyone, probably this Zoo Star cult. Very talented, McAvoy trained, Brendan Vorster on board. They've got a great partnership, uh, these guys. And I'm just going to have 100 bucks to win, Brad, on uh, Twin Stars in the size produce. Yeah, I'm respecting Twin Stars in the race. Um, the Seven Street Delight um, comes through that strong form reference behind See You in Heaven. Um, from gate one at 1,200, she just couldn't muster the early speed to hold a forward position. Uh, she got held up. Um, she only really got over heels at the 100 metre mark and she flashed home. The start prior at 1300, uh, she rolled forward uh, out wide uh, and she was just too strong for them. So now she goes to 1400. She can map a bit further forward in the run um, and she has a map advantage on the favourite Twin Stars this time. So when Twin Stars looped to win that race, Straight Delight was being held up and just got shuffled back. So I'm confident she can turn the tables. Um, and the other one I like in the race is the three Solar Blast. I love a two-year-old jumping from 1,050 on debut to 1,400 when they've got bacon hit home hard, particularly with a big last 200 figure. Um, and this profile produces plenty of winners, particularly in, um, in South Australian racing. So fits the bill, winkers go on. So I'm backing those two, the three Solar Blast and seven Street Delight. I'm having 50 a win on each to try and triple my money. And what kind of price are they with Bluebet? They're about $6. So if we have 50 a win on each okay. of those, we'll, we'll triple our investment. No, absolutely. Absolutely. What about you, Matty? Yeah, I'm pretty keen on the Tony and Calvin McAvoy horse twin stars. Horse comes into this race off great form, um, really hit the line last time in the Breeders' Stakes, caught the eye, um, no doubt is peaking now off a really good um, first up debut win in March, then set a trial in between. So I'm really keen on, on that horse. Barrier three, should get the, the plum run in transit. Um, also, I think horse like um, Street Delight, um, with Damien Oliver on. Um, looks like it's another one on the way up. Um, ran solid in the Breeders' Stakes as well after winning the start before. Um, and it, it'll it just sit probably one off the fence and Oliver therefore should be able to peel out and get some get some space and let the horse run on. Obviously, um, King's Consort, um, con- consort sorry, um, very good run. Caulfield last start came from near last, pretty much last to win in a, a 13 horse field, and it's got a sense of timing about it as well. But I just think the Tony and Calvin McAvoy Zoo Star Cult Twin Stars is ready for a, another peak or a peak performance now, and I'm going to have my hundred dollars to win on Twin Stars. 
for the produce stakes. Yeah, Twin Stars around that two fifty mark with Blue Bet, um, I think. Um, so, yeah, it, the favourite there, of course, uh, um, very talented Colt, a Zoo Star Colt. Now we'll go in chronological order. I'm going to head to Flemington. Uh, at this stage, a good four. Uh, race seven, the Andrew Ramsden over twenty eight hundred meters. Uh, now. It's around 8.50 on Blue Bet Warning, and I, I like the number one, um, and I like it each way. Uh, track specialist uh, won three times at Flemington, and, and for that reason, and I, I just think it's a good horse, good stable with Anthony and Sam Friedman, and uh, $50 each way for me on Warning in the Andrew Ramsden, Matty. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty keen on the Ma Eustace horse here um, through Irish Eyes, the four-year-old by Tavistock. Um Thought it was really coming home hard at Point in the PM when they clashed at Caulfield last start over 2,400 metres. And it was coming off a month between runs with just a little barrier trial in between. So it really would have tightened that horse up for that run. And it looks perfect for this race. Um, Splendiferous obviously comes off a very dominant win in the Port Adelaide Cup over 2,800 metres where it beat a horse called Designs who is actually in pretty good form. She just dominated that race, but... I always have this rule, I, I tend not to back leaders over races of 2,000 metres or more. In saying that, she did win by four lengths and won very well. But she, So she still has to go into the top four, but um, not backing it a win. Um, Lunsies, the 3,200 metres of the Sydney Cup, po- possibly on a real testing track, just proved a bit too much. But that horse ran very, very well to start before in, in town and was really hitting the line pretty hard over... Um, 2,600 metres of the chairman's behind Verve, not Verve, and Knight's Order when it ran third, and Knight's Order went on won the Sydney Cup. And obviously, Point Nepean can't fault that um, horse. Got a really good run last start, but couldn't have done more in winning. There's a lot of good chances in this race, but I'm going to go with Through Irish Eyes, 50 the win at $5. Um, I just think it's going really, really good. And I think Lunsi's $6.50, and 2.30 the place, I think 25 each way on Luncey's, um the class horse of the field coming out of those great Sydney races. So that's my thoughts on the Andrew Ramsden. Yeah, of course, with Bluebet, both those prices, and they're both reasonable prices if they get across the line. What, what way are you thinking, Brad? The starting point for me in the race was point in a pan, but I'm, I'm throwing a wide net here. Um, I'll, I'll go in order of um, my best collects in the race. So I'm having five bets, so I'll try and be quick. Um the roughy, the, the biggest roughy in the race that I like is the seven snow a lot. It'll be my best result. I'm having $15 a win. At, it's about $51 with Bluebet. Um, he's a John Sadler import, and I'm, I'm also going with imports in the race, European imports. He's a John Sadler import, comes through a hot form reference um, at his Australian debut behind Detonator Jack. Um, I referenced that last week with Hammeron, who has since won. Um he, when asked to go late, he just got squeezed out and it was really inconclusive run. Uh, he's a five-year-old Camelot gelding and he's had four starts over in Europe for two wins and two seconds over 2,800. So um, he's a big price, 15 a win on him. Um, Harmissian is one that I sort of found last start. I thought he was good two starts ago. Um, then he just peaked late on the run, maybe didn't handle the heavy last time. He's either ready to go now or he's going no good. He's got European form over 3,000 metres um, and he's sort of $61 with Bluebet. Uh, he's now fifth up getting to 2,800. So I'll have $10 a win on him. Um, Luntz's forgive the heavy 10 last time. Uh, the start prior was good, 
closing third to Knight's Order and Nerve, not Verve at 2,600. Um, so that suggests to me the 2,800, no issues. Knight's Order then won the Sydney Cup and Nerve, not Verve, you know, should have pissed in the Warnable Cup with any luck. So that looks the right form to me. Um, two good track runs, a win, and the other run was only three lengths off Montefilia. So 40 a win on Luntzies at 650. Um, and Sound of Cannons, another import, um, seems to go better than Melbourne Way. Strong win at Sandia. Jamie Carr rode and said could have gone another lap. Um, Jay Carr off is the knock for a horse who can get a little bit keen, but 15 a win. And the other one you mentioned, Warning. Um, yeah, he's just a class runner, gets in really well under the weight conditions of the race. Second up off a Warnable Heavy 10 is probably not ideal. Um, but you'd back the campion to get it right. So I'm backing all five of those. Sort of warning you double your money um, and snow a lot. You know, you're making, you're turning 100 into, you know, 750. So that's sort of the range on the five bets. Yeah, fair enough. And, and warnings around that 850 mark with blue bet. So um, yeah, I think you'll get a little bit better. It's sort of $10 around. So yeah, okay. So it's blown out too, or not blown, but moved to around that $10 mark. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that all sounds good, my friend. Um, now let's uh, move to Eagle Farm, the Doomba 10,000. Group one, three-year-olds and up, of course, wait for age. I really like Marzu. Great news during the week with Arafield and the star um, locking in this three-year-old gelding for the next two years, 22 and 23, as their Everest horse. And uh, look, um, uh, son of the beast from the east, uh, Morrison. Uh, look, just a really good racehorse, you know. Uh, Peter and Paul Snowden, Sam Clipperton, um, four in a row. From a heavy ten to a soft six, I'm having a hundred bucks on the nose on uh, Marzu, um, Brad. Yeah, good aggressive play. Um, he's flying since being gelded, and he's just loving these wet tracks. So, and he maps for a great run again. Um, I'm again playing a little bit wider. Uh, I've landed on the thirteen on Trevier, the Kiwi um, mare. She's a Group One winner. Um, all her form last prep is around Levante. Uh, that mare, she, well, she beat her first up off 70 days um, and then third ran third to over the 1,400 at Group 1 level again in New Zealand. That mare, um, Levante, she won the Newmarket Handicap this year. Well, she ran fourth, but she won the grandstand edition of the race um, and she comes into this off 90 days now. Uh, she's being set for the Tats Tiara, um, but she's... Good first up. She's two from two first up, five from seven on soft tracks. And she's a winning machine. She's seven from 13 overall. She knows where the post is. So I think the move to Eagle Farm is going to suit her style. So I'm going to have 40 a win on her at double figures with Bluebet. Um, and the other one, Kementari in the race, I found him on the heavy track last or first up. Group ones, he's found it a little bit tough, sort of group two and group three levels being his go, but it's not a particularly strong group one. Um, Nash Rewilla jumps back on. He's back, the man. Um, and the track drains really well. Um, but if the rain arrived and got to a heavy tan rain, it definitely brings him right into it. He would have been a moral beaten if Dash didn't push through for us last time. Now meets subsequent group two winner Count de Rupee, three kilos better for beating him. Um the, the arguments there for him, fresh is best, but he's had a month into this and uh, he's just loving these wet tracks. So 40 a win at 7.50. And I guess the saver and uh, to run a small profit, I'd expect on the race, just because Marzu's going so well, um, I want to have an exact of Marzu to run first and then the other two that I've backed 
the 1 and 13 to run second for $20. So you'll get that 10 times if that gets up. Yeah, and no, I think Mazu around that $3 mark is, is pretty good value. And just on the subject of rain, there is um, heavy rain forecast right through Queensland and uh, in and around Brisbane. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens to uh, the track at Eagle Farm. Now, what about you, Matty? What do you think? Doombin 10,000. I, I agree with Brad. It's not a real strong group one. Um, that's why it could be there for Marzu, the favourite. I mean, the horse can't do any more than it's what it, than what it's been doing. It's flying. The three ten looks about right because it's its first real test in the in the Group One company, but can't do any more than it's done. One four straight this prep. Barry eight good enough. It'll be there in the finish if it just holds its form. I'm really hoping this Eagle Farm track stays in the soft because we might be able to see the best of Paul Ailey. This horse just can't find a track that's not heavy at the moment and the horse clearly isn't as good on the heavy. So I, I think Paul Ailey, if it stays soft and we see the real Paul Ailey, might just um, cause a little upset there against Marzu. And obviously Kemantari won the Hallmark Stakes by about a quarter of a length last start, but if it didn't get held up, for as long as it did, it would have won by at least a length and a half. He's flying. He loves the wet. He is Kamantari, though. So, you know, you've got to be wary. And another horse, um, Generation, the Ma Eustace horse, Jamie Carr on. Um, I think this is this horse has won four from eight with three placings, is on the way up, proved itself in the William Reed. But I just think we can put 50 the win on Marzu at $3.10 on Blue Bet, but I think Paul Laley, $10 on Blue Bet. And 3.30 each way is worth it each way bet. 25 each way on Paul Laley. Yeah, still around that soft six, so as as we know, it, it can sustain a lot of water. Um, okay, a final of the four races is race eight, Morfordville. It's a South Australian derby, 2,500, of course. Three-year-old set weights. Um, I'm going to have a couple of bets here. Uh, I do like Allegron, number one, $100 we've got to spend. I'm going to put $70 on the nose. Around that 280 $290 mark with blue bet. Could wobble around a little bit. And the other horse, uh, and of course, that's James Cummings, Damien Oliver, runner-up at the Victoria Derby. Um, and I'm going to have $15 each way, a real roughie. Um, and it, uh, it'll, it'll get you some money if it gets there. Water into wine, uh, McAvoy, Vorster, I'm going to have $15 each way. And that's around that $40 mark um, with Blue Bet. That's my thoughts, my simple thoughts, as they always are, on the SA Derby, Matty. All right, yeah, Um on all the the ratings, it's got to be Allegra on here. I mean, the horse um, was came from near last in the VRC St. Ledger. Also, Damon Oliver just pulled it up over the last bit and it won by two and a half lengths with ease as a $1.65 favourite. The form behind it is the best in the race by a mile. Um, it's run behind Hitotsu three times, including a second in the Derby in Melbourne last year and a third in the ATC Derby. Pretty close finish this year along with Benod. So on form and figures, it should just win with with ease. But in these sorts of derby races, Detonator Jack there, he's the horse that's on the way up, no doubt about it. And um, he also won quite easily um, last start. It was a benchmark 78, but um, was eased, eased, easy run to win. And he was checked before the 300 too. So that margin would have been even more. Um, another horse, Harley Moving. Um couldn't win the chairman's, but geez, it covered a lot of ground, and um, you could forgive the horse for just just fading a touch on the line and running second. Um, and Yafat won last start, 
but the th- uh, sorry ran second last start, but the third place horse was five lengths back. So you take out the winner, and it comes into this race off a dominant win. But I just think uh, Allegron um, is the class horse of the field by a fair by a fair bit, and should just get the job done. The only one I'm sort of a little afraid of um, in the race was, is the up and coming um, detonator. But uh, I just think Allegron on facts and figures should just win the race. And I'm going to put my whole $100 on Allegron at $2.90 on Bluebet to win. I think that's a good price. Brad? Yeah, looking at profiles on the race. So 12 of the last 16 winners of the South Australian Derby have SP'd $5 or less. Um, the average price of those 12 winners is $3.50. Um, gates haven't been a big issue. I think it's about 7 the last seven winners have all sort of drawn six to 11. So profile's pretty well for a leg run. I just think gate three, the map could be a little bit sticky. I think Damien Oliver's going to have to be fairly aggressive early to hold a spot. You wouldn't want to be getting back from from that gate um, over 2,500. So um, the horse I've been talking about quite a bit on the, the podcast um, has been the six detonator Jack. He's drawn 15. Um, he's a three-year-old gelding by Jackalbury, who's the same sire as Explosive Jack, who won the Taz Derby at start four before going on to win the Australian Derby and the South Australian Derby for the same camp um, and John Allen in the saddle also. Um, and that was all in his first prep. So detonator Jack comes out of a few slow run races in his debut prep. Um, so we haven't seen like a big number for him yet, but he's just been ridden with such confidence and there just looks to be a bit more under the hood that we're yet to see. Um, I love his turn of foot, can get him out of trouble. Um, and I'm expecting that Johnny Allen's a bit more positive from the gate um, and settles sort of forward of midfield. He's, he's won four South Australian derbies, so he's going for his fifth, John Allen, which is just incredible. Um, so I'm, I'm actually going to have $100 a win on Detonator Jack, Alrighty. number six. Detonator Jack to explode in the SA derby. Good on you, Brad. Thank you, Matty. <laughs> All right, up next, we're going to have a look at our quaddies. Us Aussies love having a crack. We invented the Hills Hoist, wine cast, the mullet, and, of course, the streaker. And the mother's mother of all inventions. The quicker, slicker, faster, sharper brand spanking new Bluebet app. Get racing in sport form. Expert tips, previews, live streaming and place bets faster than you can say, that's the ducks nuts! The True Blue brand new Aussie app. Don't let the game play you. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. All right. Quaddy time. Um, Melbourne at Flemington for Brad. We're going to be at the standalone at Scone for Matt, of course. That's where uh, the centre of New South Wales racing is tomorrow. So let's start with you, Brad. Melbourne, uh, first leg of the Quaddy is race six, the Silver Bowl Series, heat one. Yeah, so my Quaddy, I'm sort of skinny early, wide middle and skinny late. So the first leg... um Number five, Ice Pick Nick. He's a dominant 3.8 length winner, uh, 1,200 at the Valley in good time. Then dropped back to 1,100 at Caulfield in a strong race and just found them a bit sharp. Um, That was a high rating race behind Midwest there. It was actually the best of the day. Um, And he was a bit wayward, but I loved his last 50 metres. And now he drops from 58 to 54.5 and and gets to 1,400 at Flemington, which I really think will suit. So... The five ice pick, Nick. Nine, Aaron Bay, um, who everyone's tipping. Another talented gelding who got a bit wayward. Um, I think comes through the weaker form reference, but does drop 59 to 52. Um, you can tie sort of him and ice pick, Nick, together through deprivation at the Valley. 
Ice Pick Nick carried the same weight and beat him 3.8 and Aaron Bay was getting two kilos off and only beat him 1.3. So I'm leaning Ice Pick Nick's way. So five, nine and the other one, 13 Cardinal Gem, if you're going a little bit wider. I see it's been backed. Um, if you can settle midfield, um, he's run super at this track previously, but he just, just get back and just finds it hard to win. Ran the third best last 200 of the meeting over 1,200 behind a potential star first up. So... Um, Always runs well. He probably has to go in 5, 9 and 13. Okay, we're doing our quaddies here for Blue Bet. And uh, Matty, Scone, race 7. There's been quite a bit of rain uh, in Scone. Race 7 is a Scone Equine Hospital Luskin Star Stakes. Your first leg of the quaddie. Quaddy's a little tricky at Scone. Just, we're just gonna, we just got to wait to see where Andermatt runs. He, he either runs in the Luskin Star or the Hortensia. Um, the first leg of the quaddie is the Luskin Star. Whichever leg he runs in, we should stand him out because he should just win that race. But if he does run in the Hortensia, I think in the Luskin Star, we can put in um, Tycoonist, um, a horse on the way up. The penny's probably dropped with this horse. Very good first up win. Draws barrier one. Great combination that are in form. Chris Waller and um, Young's Chad Schofield. Bandersnatch has carried the grandstand to win the Tamworth Cup last start. It's quality. And I think Flying Crazy as well is a good chance. But also there's a horse at around 30 or 40 to 1 called Charmy Baby. I think it's the odds horse of the race. So if Andermatt's in, stand out just four Andermatt. If Andermatt comes out of that race, go one Bandersnatch, three Tycoonus, five Charmy Baby and 12 Flying Crazy. All right. Uh, your second leg of the quaddy in Melbourne is the Andrew Ramsden. Uh, we, uh, of course, have had a look at this race, Brad. Yeah. So in market order, for reasons outlined, we've got one warning, two Luntzies, three Harmissian, five Sound of Cannons, seven Snow a lot. Um, and then we'll throw in a few extras. The eight through Irish Eyes, who Maddie mentioned, Um 10-point Nepean, who I was sort of keen on going into the race. I'm just a little bit worried about the weight scale at the price and sort of coming through benchmark 78 form. Um, does meet through Irish eyes two kilos worse off, but I think if they went further at Caulfield, Point Nepean probably runs away from him again there. Um, and the 11's Blendiferous um, for the Gaybot stable, you know, fast time on speed in Adelaide. Ran a good figure there, repeats that. It goes very close. So, 1, 2, 3, 5, 7, 8, 10, 11. All righty, now let's get back to Scone. Second leg of the quaddy, Arafield Dark Jewel Classic. Have you got some nice juicy odds here from Blue Bet, Matty? Yeah, I think there's obviously, it's a mare's race. So, I think that most things are, are good prices and the favourite always starts around 4 or $5 and that's no different here. Um, with um, John O'Shea's horse, Le Gay Solier, $4 favourite. Um, I like Majestic Shot. I thought it was very good in the takeover target, ran third. Didn't get a clear run in the straight and picked up again and ran on. I think at $8 is a good price. Um, at the Hawkesbury standalone, Wonderbar got skittled on the top of the turn and almost looked like almost fell. It's got a wide gate, but it's got Bowman on. Um, I have to put in the numbers, along with the ever-consistent Never Talk. And Brookspire, over-race first up, forget that run. It's better than that. So my quality numbers will be 2, 8, 9, 15, and 16. All right, sounds good. Now, third leg of the quaddy in Melbourne, the VRC CRV Winter Championship, Brad. Yeah, going wide again here. Um, the one, just a canter, uh, loves Flemington. He's 
Four starts, two wins, second and a third at Flemington. Um, comes through a good race behind Regards Marie. I've actually backed him in the early markets, $23. I think he's over the odds. He's shortened in a little bit. Um, the three, Morvada, is an on-speed rotter, and the, the form sort of ties in through a few of these, goes in. Six, Superium, just had no luck, held up in behind Ayrton at Caulfield. Handy form reference, needs another win on the board, but seems to be going well enough. Um, the nine biometric uh, is close to 20 to one. Uh, not sure Flemington's his go. He hasn't really run well here in the past, but a few of those runs he's sort of been pushed forward and he might be better a bit quieter. Another who had no luck at Caulfield, he was bolting in behind them. Uh, I think if clear running there, he probably goes pretty close. Now on the quick turnaround, that was a bit of a barrier trial um, and the Hayes boys are flying. Um, the 10 mystery shot has formed through Justa Kerner and Mulvada. Um, in the spring, meets them a little bit better at the weights, a couple of kilos, um, quick turnaround from the ball, heavy 10s, probably not ideal second up, but can map forward. Uh, and this, the one, the emergency that gets into the field now, 17 triple missile, it's clearly the one to beat. Um, loomed up to win the Wongoom, just peaked on the run late there at Warnable. Um, brings his best, he wins. He's just another one on a heavy 10, quick turnaround onto a good track, um, but his best will win it. Um, and the uh, the other emergency, if it gets in, I've actually, it's been backed, I've seen last time when I was doing the form, you know, 1 a.m., it was 150 to 1, um, and it's into sort of 50s and 80s now, is the 19 Mr. Exclusive. Jumped out like a bomb, um, beating how romantic uh, and I just think on that jump out would have to go in so one just a canter three more Varda six superium nine biometric ten mystery shot 17 triple missile and if the 19 gets in mystery exclusive it goes in as well good value there price wise yeah some big odds yep so we're trying to get some 50 to one shots up and 20 to one shots up in the in the middle legs there Race nine, third leg of the quaddy at Scone, Matty. Emirates Park, Ortensia Stakes. Yeah, Ortensia Stakes, very good race. Obviously, Andermatt is in it. Um, if Andermatt does run in it and doesn't run the Luskin Star, we'll stand Andermatt out in this race. Good draw. Um, stays at 1,100 metres. Um, should just win that race if it's in. If it does get scratched, however, we've got the likes of 11-11. He might need a run, but he's got class on his side. Uh, and Bowman, good booking. Um Malkovich will lead, give a really good sight. A horse like him, you just can't leave out because he generally runs top two every time. And Volpine, now this horse is um, pretty good odds um, on, on Blue Bet for a stake already, a horse that's already won a stakes race. And $23 in from 26s on Friday. So there's a bit of money there. And I think it's a pretty good horse who has run second last start, last prep to Snap Dancer, and it came out. And won a Group One, which franked that form, and the and I think those three can go in with Mr Mosaic as well for Gerald Ryan, and Sterling Alexia, um, good fresh horse. So, Fandomat's in standout number eighteen. If he comes out, number one, number three, number five, and number thirteen. And the final leg of the quaddy in Melbourne: Brad Santa Anna Lane Sprint Series Heat Two. Yeah, so we're trying to skinny it up again here. I've got the one Dosh on top. Um, she flies fresh, two from two at 1,000 metres and goes well up the straight. She thumped subsequent group one winner that Maddie just mentioned, Snap Dancer, in a recent jump out. Um, and then Snap Dancer obviously won the group one. So 
I love the way she sort of sailed down the middle of the track in that on speed um, over 800 metres and it's it's a great setup for a 1,000 metre stra- straight track run first up. <coughs> Logan McNeil's had 12 rides for four wins for Graham Begg as well. Um, and the other two in the race I want are the 12 easy single, putting together a great record. Uh, another with a nice jump out, sort of loomed up out wide under little pressure in one of the slower heats of the morning, but looked really good. And the 13 Winsome who flies fresh. Um, and if the heat goes on early and, you know, Dosh is getting a little bit suspect late, he's one that can be sweeping on them. So the final leg of the quaddy, 1, 12 and 13. And your final leg, Matt, is race 10 at Scone, the Araman Park Benchmark 78 Handicap. Ray Athel Rick one last start for Godolphin um, at Warwick Farm. Beat Albalagio Miss. Pretty good horse, Albalagio Miss. Beat it by two and, a, two and three quarter lengths. Eased down probably over the last nearly 100 metres by James McDonald. That's how dominant the win was. Before that, beat Selena Dreaming too and Dragonstone. So he's really found his purple patch. He's on the way up. Um, he definitely goes into the numbers. Um, Rainbow Connection, ever consistent, never run a out of a place, drawn a bit tricky, but I think this horse is ready to win again, or it's in a position at least to win again first up. Um, Irish Angel, again, uh, just a horse that would never surprise you if it ran into the numbers. An American President as well, another one. The whole, He's won his last two by running to the outside rail, a bit unusual, but he's won them by nearly nine lengths combined, the two wins, so that horse is in form. Um, I think we can just put in number one, Athelric, along with American President number 12. We'll go a little skinny, actually, in the last leg and try to up that percentage. Alrighty, that is the final leg of the Scone Quaddy up next on What I'm Backing and Why, our best bet of the day. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. All right, guys, um, I'm going to go to Scone. I know there's all the rain about. Uh, for my best bet, it's going to be Scone Race 3. It's a benchmark 78 over 2,200 metres. Uh, military mission. Um, I, I love Waterhouse and Bot. Around that 230, 240 with Bluebet. Uh, four-year-old Gilding won twice his campaign. Reese Jones, I know it's got a heavyweight, but he gets the, the claim. So I just think military mission is going to win this race. I'm saying that... Uh, with confidence, but I do know there's rain about. So, Brad, uh, what's your best bet? Yeah, mine's sort of subject to what sort of track conditions Scone gets to. Um, the radar's looking pretty ominous. I noticed it's already a heavy eight, you know, this morning on Friday's we're recording. Uh, this is number five, uh, race five, number three, I Am Lethal. He's a three-year-old cop by I Am Invincible out of Group 1, Mitting Mare, Steps in Time. Um, he has convincing wins over better performed horses last prep like Lock Eagle and Socialist. Uh, first up struck a heavy 10 at Group 2 level and just didn't go at all. So I'd be very cautious if it got to a heavy 10, but uh, there is fine weather predicted on race day. So there might be some improvement in the track. Um what I've loved is his trial between runs since that since that first up effort. He was 
held under a grip um, and only really let go the last 100. And he took about five lengths off the, the Doombin 10,000 favourite, Marzu. Um, that was on a heavy eight. So I think anything sort of to a heavy eight is okay. Um, as long as it isn't bottomless. I think he's absolutely flying. And he's, he's near double figures with Bluebet. Um, the ideal setup for him would be, you know, slow to average speed, uh, midfield with cover and just peeling around them and just going whack. So I think if if the track's okay, I'm pretty keen to play on him. And if it does get to like a heavy 10 and you don't want to be with him, there's a there's a horse in on Sunday at Casted and race seven, number seven, Lunatic Fringe. Um, she's third up now, 2,000 metres. She goes well in all conditions. She's a winner at the track and distance um, and she just looks incredibly well placed. Uh, Josh Richards will just have to get to the outside and get rolling nice and early as she did with the, in her win there. Um, and I think just a track with a bit of give in it would just be ideal for her. So, yeah, if it's if it's not too wet, race five, number three at Scone, I am lethal. Um, and if it does get to a heavy 10, we'll switch that to Casted and race seven, number seven, Lunatic Fringe on Sunday. Good on you, Brad. Matt? Yep, I respect what Brad said about I am lethal. I'm terrified of that in the fifth race at Scone because my best bet's also in it. Sacrimony, um, the way it won last start was very, very impressive. It didn't win by much, but it won. It was still dominant on the line, beating Queen Bellissimo. Start before, it only ran third to Norwegian Bliss, who is undefeated. So there's form there. The horse, I can see, does go up five kilos in weight, but this is an easier race as well. I Am Lethal is probably the one that does concern me, but if we can finish in front of it, I think Sacrimony might be the one um, to win that race. And I think the the price on Bluebet $3.90 is pretty good. So race five, number 11, Sacrimony for my best of the day. Okay, hopefully we have found you some winners. That's it for what I'm backing and why make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Maddie. Bluebet, the wholly owned Aussie bookie. Absolutely, and thank you to you and to Brad. Hopefully we found you a couple of winners in there. See you next week. All the best, guys. See you guys. See you next week. Building Resilience Podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience podcast on your favorite podcast app.